Hi, listener. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Join me each week to escape and be refreshed with stories of people who dared not to settle for the American dream. Go beyond just getting enough in life and live into a place where big dreams actually do come true. In each episode, you'll discover why internal success is better than external success. Be prepared to redefine what your best looks like in your life and free yourself from the guilt of wanting more. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to the Hitting Rock Middle podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. I am so excited to dive into this next episode. I have an incredible guest. Her name is Kim Cutable. Kim, I am so sorry if I've butchered the the last name there, but she is a dynamic guest. She is going to dive into all things about becoming visible in your business. In fact, she is speaking at a huge summit coming up, the Alt Summit in Palm Springs. So if you are out that way, take a look at her session. She is one of the speakers there and she is giving a talk called Visibility, Who Are You Hiding From? And so in this episode, she is going to dig into how to show up bigger in your life and your business. It's something that we all need to do and we need to know why we're playing small and we need to be able to figure out what's holding us back. So how do you blow up those barriers? How do you create the um, steps to showing up in a big way. Kim actually has a fascinating story, a big history in TV production. And so she is the perfect person to be able to tell us all how to show up bigger so that we can get the type of visibility on our brand and our business that we really want to have. So without further ado, I'm going to let Kim take it over and you be able to hear way more about creating the visibility that you want in your business. Now let's dive into making your business just a little bit better. Okay, Kim, so tell us everything about yourself. I am so excited for our listeners to get to know you better and get to hear all of your really interesting and fascinating stories. So tell us about yourself. Thank you. So I am a producer, author, and entrepreneur, and I worked in television for a lot of years, working with interior designers on design television, coloring designers, and real estate, and then uh, started to want a life and realized that having those, you know, 18 hour production days sometimes were not the best for me. So started working with a success coach and developed a business that was supporting interior designers. And what that did was helped me, uh, to learn about women in leadership because 80% of interior designers are women. And so I, I started realizing that, wait a second, women lead differently. And one of the issues that they struggle with the most is visibility. That's what a lot of designers came to me to, to work on. So I started to branch out and work with creative women in general on the idea of visibility, but 
visibility not according to the traditional sense of the word, which is being seen. And that's how normally people think of visibility. I have to get a great website. I have to get a lot of press. I have to increase my Instagram profile. And that's fine. That's definitely the practical elements of being visible. But it's the interior piece that I believe is the game changer. And by that, I mean, we're looking at what are your blocks to being visible and then how can we blow them up and set you free so that you can actually shine your light in the world. Mm, I love that. So fascinating. So you are helping them really be able to show up bigger in their lives. And so what are the ways that you offer your, um, you know, expertise to other people? Yeah, I, you know, it it starts with a conversation. And usually when people come to you with whatever issue it is, and, and again, it often starts with a surface issue, like I'm not getting the right clients or I want to be published. And those things sound, those are things I solve. Those are very practical issues that I solve. But it's really about the conversation with that you're having with yourself so you have to look inside and, and ask, what are my values? How do I want to be seen? What do I want to say in the world? What am I, uh, what is my, what, how am I here to serve and how am I here to serve at a large level? And when you figure out those questions, Simon Sinek calls it your why. And there's, when you figure out those questions, then you're able to build a strategy a visibility strategy. And for me, all that is, is a conscious plan of action to make sure the important parts of your business vision are seen. And when we're able to do that, again, we're starting from that interior place. All of the actions start to make sense. It's not like how many Instagram posts do I have to post a day or how many newsletters do I have to send? The idea that you're talking about in the world or the big, bold goal and mission that has a plan wired into it. And that's what we were really working to figure out. I love that too, because what's so interesting about your background is that you really come at it from the perspective of that TV producer and being mm -hmm. able to know what's going to help them ultimately be able to communicate their message in such a visible way. And there's a, a strategy behind it that you've got to be able to work on. And what you're saying is before you can even show up on the outside, you've got to be able to do that work on the inside, right? Yeah. And, and that's, and it's very counterintuitive to the way you might see things in television. And I know when I used to be interviewing people, I could see that look of panic cross their face. And I'd be very good in the field about getting a sound bite out of someone. But I'm about helping people to create much more than just a sound bite. We really want you you know, we're packaging, but we're packaging from the inside out and you will be able to speak on point in any situation and reach the people who need to hear from you the most. If you actually are connected to a bigger vision, if your vision is really solid, then everything you say is going to be relevant to that. I think about you with rock middle, you have that one point that you've been speaking to so many things kick off from that, but it all comes back to this fundamental desire to have people expressed in a certain way. And I, and, and our goals are very similar. We're just coming, I'm coming at it through the framework of visibility and you're coming at it through the framework of rock middle. Yeah. I think 
fundamentally, you know, as humans, we all come here to be fulfilled. At least I hope that's I, I, for our highest and greatest good. I would hope we would come here to be fulfilled. Otherwise, why be here? Why be here at all? Right. So true. I love that. And and you're right. You know, one good point I would love to make about that, too, is that, you know, you and I have really gravitated towards each other. And what mm -hmm. I hope that we're a good example of is that, you know, that instead of viewing each other as competition, we view each other as collaborators and great mm -hmm. ways to be able to serve the greater good and this greater purpose. And knowing that we will attract different people because of the way that we speak and our messages are slightly different and who we serve is different, but we're both, you know, wanting the best for other people. And, you know, I want more and more female entrepreneurs to look at, you know, these types of relationships and look at them and say, you know, how can we help each other and how can we, um, you know, amplify each other's messages because that's only going to help us too. Um, and so I'm so glad that you pointed that out to say that, you know, while our messages might sometimes sound similar, it's the way we go about them that always makes us unique because mm -hmm. we are both unique um, and no one can duplicate exactly who you are. So thank you for saying that and sharing that in that way. It's just something I've been wanting to kind of get across for a long time. And so um, I loved how you teed that up quite well. So. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So what would be the first step then in kind of working with you? What would a client get to experience? And let's just say, you know, both if they're working with you or just someone that is trying to begin this journey on their own, kind of give me both mm -hmm. scenarios. Yeah. So normally what I do with clients is I start with an in-depth intensive where I give them a background document we work through that. It's a branding and visibility document. And we work through so many elements of the business, what you're charging and how you're advertising and marketing and who your clients are and what your, your vision for your life is. Because I believe, again, those are intertwined and that the best work that I do with women is helping them to get clarity on their personal vision that intertwines with their business vision because when you're an entrepreneur or solopreneur, you are your business. So if you're not aligned, you're not going to have a great business. And so then what happens true. is Woo. it's I just a hundred percent true. Gosh, just, I had to I lean mean, in on that for a minute. Couldn't really agree is. more. Yeah. Right. People always yeah. ask me like, are you a life coach or a business coach? And I'm like, well, really neither. Right. I do it. <laughs> you know, right. you do it all because when you're an entrepreneur, your personal life is your professional life. Both bleed in. There is no, you know, clear segue. So love that. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad you, you get those questions too. I'm like, are you a therapist? Right. Are you a coach? Are you a publicist? And I'm like, neither. I, but I do all of, definitely have all of those elements in mm -hmm. what I do, but I'm, and I, at one point I said visibility strategist, but that doesn't cover it either. Honestly, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm helping you to ask, I'm asking you the questions because I believe that every person has the right answers. You know, the answers if you're asked the right questions. True. And sometimes that requires listening to a truth that you're not available to listen to. So that for me would be a visibility, a visibility block. So one of the things that I help clients do, and one of the things that they can do on their own is if there's an area that you are, you know, you want to claim visibility in. So let's say it's, it's in the context of your career. Let's say you're going to get your first press piece or whatever that is. You look at what 
what are my blocks to being visible? Do I worry that people will think I'm full of myself? Do I worry that I'm, my work isn't good enough so I shouldn't be featured? Whatever is that block. And we try to determine what those blocks are. And usually they, although they may be on the surface um, in adulthood, usually they have some kind of childhood link. A lot of the time there was that first moment. And so what we do is we excavate back to that first moment when you went underground. Visibility blocks, usually what happens is that you spoke your truth and it wasn't received well, or you didn't speak your truth and you've been sort of punishing yourself ever since in that moment. And so once we can discern what that block is to you being seen in the present now, we can blow it up. And so there's various different ways that you would, you would do that depending on the client. It's, and they're emotional, so I don't want to go too deeply into it here. But basically, once you identify the block and you release it and you forgive yourself, then you can start to create the conscious plan around it. So very practically from a press standpoint, you know, it's writing a pitch, it's doing all of those sorts of things. But a lot of times people will be like, well, I've, I've pitched, uh, you know, all of these outlets and I can't seem to get published. And I realized it has nothing to do with the quality of their writing or the quality of the work that they're doing in the world. It has to do with fundamentally at some deep core level, they don't believe they should be seen. So that's really what we're doing. And, and visibility again, is also about speaking your truth. So women in particular, one of the things I'm doing a talk at Alt Summit in March, and one of the things that women do is we slot in and we, you know, depending on what relationship you're in, whether it's with your clients or your friends or your family, you have a role to play. And your success in relationship with these people hinges on you behaving accordingly. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change lanes and you want to start to be fully expressed, you're probably going to piss some people off mm-hmm. and you're going to have to rewrite your agreements and you're going to have to set some new boundaries and people will probably talk, but that's okay because they already do, but you do have to develop some I'm going to say some ovaries around this. You do have to really, (laughs) you know, you really do have to allow yourself the space to speak what you came here to speak in the world. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more that it's that changing lanes. I mean, change anytime is difficult and we get pushback on it from everyone in our um, environment because Right. When we change, then that typically either forces someone else to have to change or at Mm -hmm. least forces them to have to look at themselves and evaluate whether they should change, too. And and no one likes to be forced into that situation. So there is a great deal of pushback. So if they are in the situation where they're saying to themselves, "Okay, I want to show up bigger, I want to increase Mm -hmm. my visibility, what kind of tips can you give them about um, you know, obviously they can hire you. They can do some of this <laughs> inner work to develop the answers to some of these, you know, beginning burning questions about their why and where they want to go. But mm-hmm. once beyond that, 
you know, what are some tips maybe on a regular basis that they can incorporate into their lives or careers so that they can consistently show up um, and be visible, right? I can imagine that this is something that's sort of like a muscle that you would continuously need to exercise and work out so that you keep showing up each time you get pushed down or um, each time you're trying to implement something new that's going to require you to show up even bigger. Exactly. Practically, they're, first of all, mastery of your calendar. I think that is- Ooh, talk to me about that. (laughs) I think that is the number one practical tip in terms of being visible because your vision starts, it starts within, but then it's, it's implemented and executed via your calendar. So one of the things I notice working with creative women is that they don't calendar their blue sky time mm-hmm. or they don't calendar their creative time because, well, you know, I'm not feeling creative in it. And no, it's a muscle. So you, you must have it on the calendar. You must have your big picture days on the calendar to develop those new projects, to implement the next level to take the vision seriously. If self-care and self-care is what I call receiving time is not on your calendar. Yeah. Because you know, it's, it's, we're outputting all the time in a, in our masculine culture, you need the receiving time, the input time. And so you have to have that on your calendar. If it's, you go to the gym or you do a yoga class or you sit and hide, (laughs) my one-year-old in the background, you sit and you lock yourself in the bathroom and you hide for an hour in the bathtub, whatever it is you have to do to have that downtime, you need to calendar it. And for those of you who have somebody else managing your calendar, you can block out what you're doing. Nobody needs to know what you're doing. I, I feel there's a lot of times shame from people like, well, I don't want my assistant to know that I'm going to the gym or I'm getting my hair done or I'm doing whatever. It's 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 actually, it's none of anybody's business. And again, when you're front facing, when you're the person who is the face of the business, if you have to go and get your hair done because you're going to do a speaking gig, you have to go and get your hair done. And so that's what's on the calendar. Then also journaling. I do. It's old. It's oldie, but goodie, mm-hmm. right? Journaling, really having clarity and, and being, giving yourself permission to let go of dreams that no longer are really dreams anymore. So let's say you're journaling and you start to discover that something is in conflict to something you've asked for. You can let it go and you can change your mind, you know? And then the final thing is, is meditation. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about this, you know, constantly because it works. Space is the third chakra or excuse me, the, the throat chakra, which is associated with uh, speaking your truth or true voice in Sanskrit, it's Vashuddha, but that throat chakra is where all of your negative energy is processed and turned into the way that you speak your truth in the world. Let's, let's put it that way. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like that inner, you know, transformation agent and it, the symbol for it is also space. So we need space again, to receive ideas to allow more in, but simply to be, to be, and to, that is really a feminine, uh, a feminine practice of leadership is really not the perpetual grind. We hear a lot of really celebration of grind and hustle and Mm -hmm. all of those things, but 
for me personally, I know my income and my quality of life has increased exponentially by allowing and having space. Did everyone hear that? Because this is something that I'm constantly preaching. And yet I find, you know, there is so much resistance to even hearing the concept that you can work less and earn more. Mm -hmm. That when I even had that as the title of one of my workshops, it was probably one of my least attended events, (laughs) which I find so funny. Um, But I believe that we automatically have some resistance to the idea that that actually works. And so, yeah, yeah, or it's like you have to, we have to work hard to, and, and I'm not suggesting that you don't work focused, that every ounce of your energy is not poured into the time you spend working. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that when your body tells you, Hey, I'm exhausted right now, you lie down when your body, when your body says, I need to stop in this moment, you stop. And you, nobody is going to die, but trust me, you might, if you don't take care of yourself at a high level, right? Right. right. Exactly. And what I love is your tie back to all of this, helping you be more visible with your brand, meaning that not only does it play into, you know, the creation of your income, but, you know, which is like the final kind of step if you were if if you were kind of climbing a staircase right that's the ultimate end result is you're going to gain more income from doing all of these things but you know the thing that's wait a second I I'm gonna jump in I don't know if that's the ultimate yes you do Um, you know clients generally experience a significant raise in their income and they're amazed they don't understand they don't get that it's because they've allowed space they don't get but I don't know if income I think that's what we talk about in society as being the ultimate measure right in this culture in particular it's all about how much money did you earn but at the end of the day if you're miserable in the pursuit of that money, and we both know this, oh, yes. it does not matter one lick. We really have to be, I think it's about personally about our soul's fulfillment. A hundred percent. No, no, know, no. And what I that, meant. That might yeah. look different to other people, you know, than just the, the dollars on the, the paycheck. Sorry, I have a button that I get that gets pushed when we talk about that issue. No, 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 no. What I meant was that um, in order of events, not as that is the fulfillment. I would never, I don't believe that at all. Um, (laughs) Not even in in what I should have said was in in the order of events, like one, two, three, four, right? Yeah. As a result of is that the income ends up being a nice benefit of it really does yes and but that all of these things that you're doing end up helping to grow your visibility and grow your brand which therefore in the long run ends up having the wonderful benefit of also resulting in greater financial benefit too so oftentimes though I can't get a client to adopt something like the space like Mm. the additional attention on themselves until I can say and connect the dots to them to say, look at the ways that it will manifest in your life in other mm-hmm. w- amazing ways that the monetary benefits will result all of these things by actually pay atten- paying attention to you first. And but very uh, but I don't often talk about it um, in terms of it having that interim step that you seem very, you know, 
knowledgeable about is that um, ability to really benefit the overall brand and the way that it helps you get in front of the cameras, get in front of the press. You know what it is? It's magnetism. Because what happens is when you're happy and that's the, that's the easiest way to, to claim it, but it's fulfilled. It's aligned. It's deeply in communication with your tribe. When you're all of those things, you become a magnet for people and opportunity. What happens a lot of times, quite frankly, is that I'll have, we have a plan. So clients start to do the inner work. We create a plan. We're starting to execute the plan and then amazing opportunities that we could have never created or dreamed of come in because they are in alignment. And I work from a real spiritual perspective too. So I believe, you know, God wants your highest and best good. And so when we start to go out there in service to serve at a high level to our tribe, what ends up happening is it's like energy out and energy in comes back. So you might be going off on the wrong direction, but God will align you and send you that opportunity. Hey, you get to have this interview. Hey, you Mm -hmm. get to have that opportunity here. Hey, you have, you probably felt this on your book tour. You have things that are organized, but then magic happens in between, right? Magic happens because somebody sees you speak and wants you to meet this person or that person or buys your book. And so it's, it's really being visible is really allowing space for the magic Mm -hmm. in your life. And that magic, that receiving can only happen with space. It's, I mean, it was women too. I mean, I'll not go too far on this bandwagon, but women are built to receive. Mm -hmm. Let's look at it this way. We're built to receive, but we have got so much incentive to do things in a masculine way inside of this culture, but that actually we can work so much more powerfully using the other way. Mm. What is the other way? (laughs) Well, this, this whole other way of receiving this whole other way of tapping into the intuition, listening in a deeper way. You know, people are really, there's all kinds of science about intuition. And the fact of the matter is there are things as human beings, we just don't understand. There are things that science has yet to prove. There are things that science got wrong and that now they are learning in different ways. So trusting in your inner gut and your small sense that, or that small voice, that inner small voice is sometimes again, the most magical and the most the best work you can do for your business, because it's going to give you suggestions and opportunities that you think what that is wrong, according to what your left brain would tell you, Mm -hmm. right? Your left brain is like, that does not make sense. That will never work. It's kind of what you're seeing with clients are saying, I can, I'm not going to take care of myself. And that has nothing to do with anything. Well, guess what? But once they try it and it does, Yes. It's, it's breaking down the resistance. So I would argue that that resistance is a block to being visible and that's something you need to blow up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So you've mentioned that term a couple of times that that's something that we need to blow up. How do we do that? Yeah, it's, it's, it is that understanding when it first happened then rewriting the, the, the script that you told yourself in that moment, what you decided, because you made a decision in that moment when you went underground. So it's, what did I decide about myself in this moment? 
was that true or not true? And how does that relate to me in this moment now? And then this is the question that nobody likes, Mm -hmm. which is what am I getting out of this behavior? Mm -hmm. Because being invisible is a practiced behavior. So as an example, you know, if you are in the habit of listening to what I call OPP, other people's priorities. And <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like, and you are in the habit of doing that as a form. And maybe you did it when you were a kid because, you know, you had a nutty parent or, uh, or a, a caretaker who, who you really did have to listen to. Otherwise you wouldn't eat, right? You developed a habit around that. When you get into an adulthood, if you're still listening to what my best friend says and what my husband says and what my mom says and what everybody else says, except for you, and you know that your answer is different than what all they would say, that is a block that you keep practicing. Like now at first you might not realize that's what you're doing, but once you realize, you know what, I do this as a form of distraction. I allow other people's voices in my head instead of my own voice then that is, you're getting something out of that behavior. And usually what it is, is yes, it's your right. Well, I don't know, or I don't have to take responsibility for, I don't have to fail women. The statistics show that high achieving women really don't like to fail. And if they fail once, they are really not going to take the chance to risk again. It's going to be much harder. So we have to walk earth and quite frankly, risk and daring. I've um, just did an interview with an amazing toy designer, Alana Bunnery, and she was, we were talking about this, but risk and daring are very, they're fraternal twins. Mm. So, and they do require quote unquote failure, but all failure is, is a set of, you you know, you expected one outcome and the expectations weren't met. Uh, That doesn't seem so bad, right? (laughs) It's like, that's not that bad. It's what we make failure to mean that is the problem. It's what we make other people's opinions or other people's priorities, preferences to mean in our lives. That's the problem. We know we really at our deepest soul level know what we're here to do and who we're here to serve. We just might not always listen. True. Yeah. So we've got to blow up that resistance <laughs> yes. by stopping paying attention to OPP. I love yes. it. That's <laughs> that so great. There is, there is like a song from the 90s. You down oh, with OPP? OPP. Yeah, yeah, you know, know I always hear oh, that song in my head when fully. I say that. Oh, yes. Like every time. You and me both. <laughs> yeah. So... I love these amazing practical tips that you've given and help us, you know, really walk through this process of beginning to question, blowing up those things and then connecting the dots with, you know, this unexpected magic and outcome that we can gain from here. I mean, it's it's such a beautiful you know, new story that people can begin writing for themselves. Um speaking of um So if people want to be able to hear more of these fantastic stories from you, um, where can they go to be able to find out more about you? 
Yes, thank you. So I am doing a talk about visibility, as a matter of fact, and it's called Visibility Strategy, Who Are You Hiding From? at Alt Summit in Palm Springs on March 4th, if you are in the neighborhood. But I also do work with clients privately on visibility. And you can go to mebydesign.com and check out our details there. Also, we... I've just got a podcast launched, which you were on. Thank you very much. We did a fabulous inter- yes, there, so interview fun. there. It's called Voice Lessons, Voice Lessons Podcast. And I talk about visibility quite a bit and what feminine leadership is and how we define that. And in May, I'm going to be launching a program called Visibility School, which I'm really excited about. So if you would like to join a Visibility School, you can um, – send us a note via the voice lessons podcast page and we can go from there. Oh, great. Yes, I was on a recent episode and I am getting ready to share more details about that either today or tomorrow. I was just talking to um, my wonderful right-hand woman, Gina, about that. So we will get more information about that episode to our listeners. And um, this has just been so much fun. Getting yes, to share. I love talking to you, Sally. You're just so easy to talk to. I love talking to you too, Kim. And we just both, as you can tell, she's incredibly passionate about helping women be able to achieve more. So I can't wait for some of our listeners to be able to work with her and to grow themselves to the next level. So Yay. thank you for joining us, Kim. I really appreciate your time more yes. than anything. Thank you. 